0: Welcome to the Great Food Debate presented by This Week Community News, a podcast about where to eat, drink, and more in Central Ohio. I'm Abby Armbruster, your host of this show, and as you've already seen in the title of this episode, this week's topic is fried chicken. But before we get into that, I want to ask you, our listeners, to be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And if you're already subscribed please rate and review our podcast that helps other columbus residents find our podcast but back on task we should get into where you can find the best fried chicken in columbus our panelists are here to share their answers and joining me today are three people who will tell us their name their title and then also if they prefer dark or white meat
1: so let's start to my right hi my name is delara casey and i'm the marketing director at hot chicken takeover uh choosing my favorite between dark and white is kind of like choosing my favorite child um but after much debate i i'm gonna go with dark all right all right and next we have
2: hi this is neil thompson i'm an editor for this week community news and choosing between the two i like it depends on the circumstance, but mostly I I go toward white meat um, because of the wings and
3: a, a chicken breast is just a, a very good thing to eat.
0: Sure. All right. And finally, we have.
3: Hi, I'm Jim Fisher. I'm the arts editor at Columbus Alive magazine. And um, uh, you told us we had to have a choice. Uh, <laughs> and I warned you that I would not be making one. <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are. Uh, yeah. Fried chicken. I'll eat it. Good
0: good enough for me. Uh, and so before we get into it, Delara since you are a special guest who is in fried chicken every single day, uh, I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about how the fried chicken is made at Hot Chicken Takeover.
1: Yeah, sure. Before I get into that, though, Neil, I want to say that wings actually are dark meat. So, Oh. Yeah. Have I been, has my whole life been alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fact check. So... <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, flat, flats jump. We'll, we'll talk. That'll be another podcast. Um, Sound effect for Neil's head exploding <laughs> goes
3: right here.
2: So, so why are wings sold as the white meat part of the meal?
1: It's, it's not. It's oh. not right. at HCT, It's a, it's a dark option. So oh. we can we'll We'll talk offline because I can feel. I can, no, no, I, I think, feel I, the confusion swirling already, I, and I don't I think know. We if,
2: should probably clear this up for the listeners yeah. because yes. I, I think that
3: it must be a common misconception.
0: Well, we were going to get into favorite cut of meat and all mm-hmm. that,
1: so I mean, mm-hmm. we can just jump jump forward on that. We can, that
3: swirling <laughs> may have just been my stomach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, at HCT we have about I think it's five cuts of meat. So we have the white bone-in breast, and we have the white boneless. So those are the two white cuts of meat that we offer and then we have a dark which is a thigh with a drum attached to it it's kind of shaped like a little hatchet it's a little of a unique cut Uh, not a lot of uh, chicken places offer that type of cut but we do and then there are drums which are dark and then wings which our wing is a whole wing so it's a flat and a drum connected and so it's got dark meat on it so Hmm. yeah i I guess that qualifies as dark okay in my he book st- he stands I'm, corrected no, the, view, the listeners can't see this but i'm giving them a consoling hug right now um something new so yeah so um but at hct we have a, a pretty lengthy process for prepping our chicken um i was telling you kind of earlier like it, it's it's lengthy so if you want to try it at home go right ahead it's a lot easier just to stand in line for 10 minutes in place your order and we'll have it ready for you but
3: someplace
1: place. <laughs> <laughs> so we start by brining it about uh 24 hours in advance so mm-hmm. 12 to 24 hours, uh, we put the chicken in a brine. Brining is really really important step that a lot of people don't think to do, because usually when you want to have fried chicken, you just want to take it and fry it right then and there and eat it. Right. You don't have the patience to wait a whole day. So brining, it's a really important step. Um, brining helps uh, infuse moisture into the chicken. It also breaks it down a little bit, uh, which tenderizes it. So it makes for just a juicier piece of meat when you fry it. So mm-hmm. brining is really important. Then we dredge it. And we roll fry our chicken, and then we double fry it. So it gets fried twice. That adds that crunchy exterior to it um, that you don't always get everywhere. And then we finish it, so it gets rubbed with the cayenne pepper paste. And so there's different steps along the way that people vary on. Um, you know, like I said, we use a cayenne pepper paste. Somewhere else might use a buffalo wing sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, we double fry. Some places only flash fry, and some places don't brine. We brine. So we have a, a pretty lengthy process to go through to make it unique.
0: Sure, sure. Well, that, that is perfect, and we can get now into uh, the true debate of our podcast. Uh, so now, Delar, I know that obviously Hot Chicken Takeover would be your favorite place to get chicken in Columbus, but if you had to choose a close second, where are you going on your days off, or when, when you don't want Hot Chicken Takeover, where are you headed?
1: Yeah, so uh, fried chicken, I have a whole new relationship with it than I did before <laughs> I started at HCT. It's just really opened my eyes, but um, I have some really, really vivid childhood memories growing up in Warren, Ohio, in northeastern Ohio, I could smell fried chicken from my backyard. There was a fried chicken restaurant right down the street. Friday nights when everyone from GM and Packard got their paychecks, they waited outside, a line (laughs) wrapped around the block, and you waited to get chicken from what we called BV. And it came, it was a white bone and breast. It came with JoJo wedges and creamy coleslaw. If you don't know what JoJo wedges is, it's like potato quarters. Yes. Deliciously deep fried. (laughs) And you would wait outside to get it. And you couldn't call ahead and you couldn't order ahead. You had to get in line and wait in line. It kind of is reminiscent of the early days of HCT experience. Um, So that place is actually here in Columbus now. It's called Uncle Nick's. And that is actually the name. But we called it BV because it was on Buena Vista Street in Warren, Ohio. uh, And I lived on Glenwood Street. So if you're familiar with Warren and BV, if you know know your Warren logistics, you know I was a stone's (laughs) throw away from that place. And so I was really excited that they came to Columbus. and, And when I'm eating fried chicken, uh, if it's not at HCT, I go to another place I refer to by letters. I go to BV, uh, and I get the Jojo Wedges with a lot of ketchup and that creamy coleslaw. Oh,
0: that sounds yeah. delicious. All right. And then, Neil, where is your favorite place in Columbus to get chicken?
1: Well,
2: I I do love Hot Chicken Takeover, and uh, it's one of my favorite places in uh, In Columbus, it's a place I love to take out-of-town guests, Um, and especially now that it has multiple locations uh, and and longer hours, evenings, uh, it's a a wonderful place to take people. I have a very well-documented love of Hot Chicken Takeover. (laughs) If I am not going to Hot Chicken Takeover, uh, one of the new places that I have discovered, and mainly through our food column uh, that Gary Seaman writes uh, every week for uh, This Week Community News, it's a table talk, but one of the places that he had written about uh, several months back is the Eagle and I know that it had a location in Cincinnati and I was very eager to try it and it lived up to uh, the expect the high expectations I had for it from uh, the preview that we had written <laughs> and uh, it it's uh, Slightly different in preparation, but I would I, I would compare it more to like a southern fried chicken, um, but it's a great experience. Uh, you can order uh, several different uh, several different cuts. Um, my favorite is to get a half a chicken, so <laughs> uh,
1: one giant cut. Just yeah, half.
2: <laughs> they, they very kindly break it up for you, but it's a lot of chicken, and I don't know what this says about me, and I hope it it doesn't uh, reveal me as too gluttonous. But it's very easy to eat as one person. Uh, it it's made to share a little bit, but it. it goes very quickly because it, it is, uh, it, it is quite, uh, quite delicious. So th- that's, my, that's my go-to. Those are my two go-to places if I want a good fried chicken in, in, <laughs> in, in Columbus.
0: Perfect. And uh, Neil alluded to this, that uh, our staff loves Chicken Takeover. In fact, we went there about a year ago when you guys released a new holy sauce. Um, and then we also have mentioned multiple times in our staff Q&A. That's on our food and wine channel. So. Yeah,
1: we're really grateful for how much you guys love us. We appreciate it. <laughs>
0: Yes, many, many office chats all about yes. how chicken takeover. Okay, Jim, where's your favorite place to go? Well,
3: I'm going to pull back the curtain for the listeners here a little bit. Um, I got a piece of paper here with some notes written down on it. Um, and one of the things that's written down on uh, on my piece of paper here is Uncle Nick's in Grandview. Um, but already <laughs> Already been mentioned. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's a real great uh, place. Um, sort of a small, I don't, I don't, you say a hole in the wall, if that has a negative connotation to anyone, I apologize. Apologize To me, I love a place like that. Um, and there's about like four tables in there. Mostly it's a carryout, uh, I expect. But uh, uh, Uncle Nick's makes really good chicken. And I think I just read somewhere that they're opening a second location, maybe in the Short North Food Hall, called oh. Uncle Drew's. And if that is wrong, then you can edit that portion out of the podcast. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that I just read that. Um,
1: well, can we have a lunch date there when they open? Right. right. Wouldn't that be Let's awesome? Make it. Let's make it. a date. I would love day.
3: that. Yeah. Uh, my my notes also say the eagle in the short north. So I, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, so we're I'm two for two so far yeah. with you guys. Uh, but I do have a couple of other places. Um, these are places that don't necessarily uh, make their um, uh, hay, I guess, if you will, as fried chicken places. <laughs> um, but Catalina's, if you've ever been over to Catalina's, um, that's sort of in that Harrison West Vic Village area. Um, it's a great sort of. Uh, breakfast lunch uh place but they have a, br- a breakfast chick witch. it's southern fried chicken neil alluded to the style earlier at uh, at the eagle and it's a similar style there i think there's some buttermilk involved maybe uh i'm not really an expert except for if i eat it and it tastes good then i eat it some more <laughs> Um, so I apologize again for if that's a little bit of lack of knowledge, but uh, that'd be my guess, is there's some buttermilk uh, involved in that fry. But Catalina's makes really good uh, fried chicken that comes either in sandwiches or maybe with other things on top, um, possibly even a fried egg, if I remember correctly. Um, there's also a place uh, on Fifth Avenue uh, called Royals or Royal. I'm not sure whether there's an S uh, at the end of it or not. Um, and again, it's a sort of a fried food. They don't do only chicken. But... Um, but uh, uh, they do have really, really tasty fried chicken there. Um, so I thought I'd go ahead and, and b- branch out a little bit and mention those couple of other places as well.
0: Sure, no, that, I think that's great. You are listening to The Great Food Debate. And as we already alluded to, there are different cuts of meat, You know, breast, drumstick, thigh, wings, whatever you want. So uh, Dilara, what do you typically gravitate towards out of those options?
1: Yeah, so uh, disclaimer, when I first started at Hot Chicken Takeover, I made it my goal to try everything on the menu every way. And it's a pretty small menu, but when you start, you know, mishmashing it up, it's a lot of chicken. So <laughs> I've tried every cut at every spice level, every way imaginable. Uh, and when I'm, when I'm craving some HCT, I have two go-to meals. So my first one is a dark meal. Uh, it's drumsticks. <laughs> And you know what? I like them cold. So so the cold spice level, it's just like good southern fried chicken. You got the mac and slaw. It's just like picnic food, right? Uh, The second thing that's a go-to is the sandwich. And I usually get that. Warm, so I'm a spice lover, but I get it warm for a reason. So I get it warm. This is my my weird way to eat it. I get it warm, and then I let it sit for like an hour, so it comes down to room temperature. And then the bread kind of soaks up the seasoning. It kind of mm. has a hotter mouth feel to it because it's the bread's been soaking everything up. And then you can cut it. It's a little bit more manageable. It's not super piping hot out of the uh, or out of the fryer, so it's a little more manageable. So I do the hot the warm sandwich to room temperature or I do cold drums, which I know is super picky, but when you have the luxury of being surrounded by fried chicken all the time, you can kind of pick and choose. Uh, So that's what I do. That's my diva approach, I guess. (laughs) All right, Neil, can you top that?
2: I don't know if I have quite that amount of diva approach. (laughs) And I know this is... This uh, could be troublesome uh, for some traditionalists. I prefer if I'm eating chicken on an everyday basis, a boneless breast is the way to go, especially if it's uh, something you're doing during a work day or. It- it, it's easier to eat. You can eat it in sandwich form or with a knife and fork. Uh, that's that's a good way to go. If I'm not doing that, um, I prefer either drums or bo- or, or wings. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what two two dark options. I guess we're talking about now. So, <laughs> so if nev-
1: nobody's watching. I'll never
2: refer to that again. But yes, if nobody if nobody's watching me, uh, then I. Uh, Pretty much anything but it i always find it very difficult to eat a bone-in breast or uh, even worse a bone-in thigh in public mm. and uh, but there are many times i just don't care to. so uh, <laughs> it, it, it depends on it depends on the circumstance really of what how clean i'm trying to to stay or who i'm trying to impress or not impress
0: yeah <laughs> all right and jim what about you
3: uh at, at hot chicken uh drums cold uh, probably is my go-to, uh, mm-hmm. order. Um, but I will say this, uh, and Neil alluded to this, uh, earlier, uh, and I'm going to go all the way back to when I was uh, a child and I was fed by my parents. My mom likes to tell the story, um, that even when I was a baby and she would be giving me baby food or some other sort of early food that, that, you know, babies are allowed to eat or whatever, that she had to wipe my mouth with a napkin in between every bite or I would not eat another bite. Now, I know that people who know me will be completely flabbergasted that I ever <laughs> cared so fastidiously about being clean while I was eating. Um, but the truth is I still sort of have a napkin by the side of me. So I'm kind of with Neil, uh, the more meat, the less bone, uh, even if, if I've got to use a knife and fork in public, I don't care. Um, but just the fewer times I need to go napkin mm-hmm. on the side, probably better. So a thigh, something like that, uh, a breast, um, where it's just a larger, a uh, piece of meat all in one sort of fell swoop if you will um and i know chickens can't fly so they don't actually swoop but <laughs> anyway uh so yeah uh probably those cuts would be my choices
0: and i was just going to ask you know are you a bone-in or bone-out type of person and it sounds like jim you're more of a bone-out person
3: just again for the cleanliness aspect of it
0: <laughs> and neil you agree with that for the most part uh,
2: for the most part Dep- depends on the circumstance it really really does
1: and Jalar, you—I go both ways. In? I mean, I go. I think that having bone in, it just adds more moisture, and it's, it gives you a juicier, ten tend, more tender piece of meat. Uh, I think it's more flavorful. So that's. I like the bone in for that reason. There's also a convenience factor to boneless. I mean, mm-hmm. it's undisputable, But the thing about boneless that's really tricky is is keeping it tender. So, you know, if it's not fried appropriately, it can dry out really quickly. So, sure, it's I a good safeguard.
2: 100% agree with with that statement, and mm-hmm. it's it's something I, I really watch when I'm at a restaurant. And yeah. and at most places, I don't trust um, a fried boneless breast. Yeah, um, just because. Uh, just uh, just for that reason that you might have it get dried out so i'm yeah. i'm v- very particular but if i know it if i know it's a go to I'll, I'll go back to it several times
1: so abby i'm going to ask a question yeah, if that's ahead. okay so i mentioned how i like to let my sandwich go down to room temperature We also had cold, like refrigerated, chilled chicken over the summer with uh, Jenny's ice cream we did. Jenny likes to eat hers picnic style, which is refrigerated. She feels like the the breading turns into stuffing and it has this really great taste. Is there any other way that you guys would eat fried chicken besides like fresh out of the fire? Do you ever do anything like I like to make chicken salad sometimes with it? Oh, great question. Yeah.
3: I will say this, and I don't know if this is a, a topic that you were planning on getting into <laughs> at some point future in the in the podcast. <laughs> we're
1: hijacking it. I'm just going to go there r-
3: right Hi-jack. now. Go for it. Um And I realize this is a fried chicken podcast, um, but. Uh, I like the chicken. I like the meat. I want to eat meat, yeah. right? Um, and uh, so, uh, yes, uh, the the fry helps to sort of infuse the meat with yes. with flavor, and that's very important. Um, but I'm actually the kind of person, depending on how the chicken comes out to me, that I actually might break some of that crust off the Whoa.
2: outside
1: yeah.
2: oh heresy
3: just it's a business eat the meat and i i know i know that's kind of heresy <laughs> and i know why would you fry chicken if you're not going to eat the f- fried part of it and right. I, i'm so sorry I, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that it's but there are times barrel. there are times when i will now the chances are pretty good that i'm going back and eating the fry right. later by itself but i don't know something i just really like uh, the, the flavor of chicken. So I'm probably, there are will times, uh, will be times that I'll take, uh, the, the, the fry off and just eat the meat. Um, but that's also interesting for making other things out of it. If you're going to make, uh, you know, a chicken salad or a casserole later, um, it's certainly doable with, or without the fry on the outside. So
1: totally. Do you do anything crazy, Neil?
3: Well,
2: first I need to rebut Jim. <laughs> I think the fried part of the chicken is the best part of the chicken. That's ooh. That
3: so you could uh, put like I, a football in there as long as you know. Yeah, as long as you get that
2: crunch um, on yeah. the outside and oh, I just want to see it's where we stand thing thing, here, yeah. Neil, that's yes. all. I just, yes.
3: So it's could be like this table right here. If we had a deep fryer big enough for this table, yeah. you would eat the table as long as it was deep fried.
2: Well, I would at least pick the skin off of it.
3: I, you and I could actually then have chicken. That's we should have marriage. chicken together more yeah. often because well, you could just eat all of the fry and I'll eat the
1: meat. We, we could share it. Would you share a half bird with them, though? Would you share the half bird? We'd, have to, get, we'd have to get two halves. No. <laughs>
3: Because I'm likely to eat the whole thing.
1: Yeah, there you go. Like. In in some circles, that's called a whole bird.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't want all of the. Yeah. yeah. Too much.
1: I don't know why, but this is making me
0: think of the the double down. Wasn't that the sandwich name of the oh, KFC? KFC? Where yeah, you two the burgers and bacon, chicken, yeah. two yeah. pieces of chicken and bacon in the middle. Yeah. Oh,
2: anyway, the chicken was the bun.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fried or grilled.
2: I wonder what ever um, happened to that.
0: Yeah, I don't think you could get that anymore. Yeah. Oh, I don't, no. I'm
2: gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try.
0: If any KFC employees are out there listening, please tell us if you can still yeah. tell us.
2: <laughs> well, to, to answer the original question about uh, different ways to eat fried chicken, I, I'm 100% in favor of trying it cold. And I think the picnic style uh, that takes me back to my childhood mm-hmm. and when sometimes it was unintentionally cold. But, uh, yeah. it, it, but I think a lot of it, it goes back to how is the chicken prepared? And sometimes when chicken get, fried chicken gets cold, it gets soggy. Yeah. And so you, it's not even quite the stuffing type of approach it's just it's just not good so i that's something where i'd I'd want to know the quality of the chicken first and the quality of how it was fried i've had um i've actually had the the two that i've mentioned um both hot chicken takeover and eagle cold and it was fantastic because again this is it's prepared well Mm -hmm. not every type of would you have that experience? Mm-hmm. I would yeah. think.
3: Right. Is that exterior going to stay crispy even if it isn't eaten right away? Right. I mean, that's yep. kind well,
2: of not even, not even crispy because sometimes you're, it's going to get a little softer when, when yeah. it's colder or when it's sat but does it stay together or does it turn into some sort of mush? Yeah, does it
1: maintain some sense of integrity? Integrity! <laughs> yes!
2: Yeah, structural integrity in yes. the chicken. Uh, what, what, is, there a, is there a technical term for this, Delora? Is it crust or we call it the fried part? What, what's yeah. the What's the technical term for that outside of the chicken? That's I, mean,
1: fried? Yeah, I don't really know. I'm kind of dumbfounded. That's probably a chicken question. I don't know. I'd call it the breading. Yeah, just the breading? Um, my husband grills out a lot. They Call the exterior of the bark, but I don't think that's what you would call chicken breading. Mm. Uh, we'll call it breading.
2: We coin a term. We'll, yeah. we'll call it the fried breading.
1: Yeah, just call it the outside. Yeah.
0: If, <laughs> if anybody else has any yeah. if, suggestions, tweet yes, at us, please. Yeah, I, I
2: want to know. I w- I would like to propose the crispy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, or the. the crisp. I like the crisp. It sounds a little British. I like it, though. It sounds a little proper, but I like it.
2: Can you put that in your next marketing campaign?
1: We'll see what we can do. I'll have my people talk to your people. You were
0: listening to The Great Food Debate, and we already talked a little bit about sandwiches for the chickwitch, but do you, if you are eating a chicken sandwich, do you prefer white bread, a biscuit, a roll, a bun? What kind of br- uh, bread do you want to hold that chicken together? Or, as we always said, or already said. You could said double, that, you down. Know, double down. Double <laughs> <Yeah. Right.
2: laughs> down. Two I'm more like pieces chicken. of chicken. Chicken, right? Hold my chicken.
0: Yes. Uh, Neil, do you want to start us off? If you're getting a chicken sandwich, what kind of breading do you want around there? Actual bread, not. Actual bread. Fried chicken,
3: yeah. I
2: like... I'm I'm partial to... And it depends on the situation and where I'm getting it. I'm partial to a thicker bread, almost like a hoagie. uh, Because I do... uh, We've mentioned the heat levels of chicken at various places. And I love the hot chicken movement and all the different um, ways that you can get um, hot chicken. So not only in the way that hot chicken taker prepares it, but even in just like a buffalo-style sauce. And I've always... Gravitated toward a hotter, um, just just a hotter flavor. And at at Hot Chicken Takeover, I alternate between holy and hot, depending on what I'm ordering and when and what time of the day and um, that sort of thing. But I Thicker bread soaks it up a Mm -hmm. a little bit better, especially if you're using a buffalo sauce on a chicken. And so I I think it also pairs a little bit better when you are uh, upping the level of heat.
0: (laughs) True. And Delari, you already said, you know, you want that bread to soak in all the
1: spices. So what kind of bread do you typically like? Well, I mean, at HCT, we serve it on straight up white Schwabels bread. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Two two slices, top and bottom, so four total. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's how I'm, I'm mostly accustomed to eating it. Um, I just, you know, I really think it depends on, there's just a bunch of variables. Like you said, like, is it soft? Is it hot? Is it a thick cut? A thin cut? I mean, that makes a ton of difference. So I've had it all multiple ways. Uh, I think the most interesting way I've had it was on a pretzel bun, and that surprised me, because you usually think of pretzel bun with turkey, yeah. yeah. And I cannot remember for the life of me where I had it on a pretzel bun. (laughs) um, I'm blanking on the name of the place, but it was really interesting. It was a really interesting balance, Hmm. and it It was, the chicken had mustard sauce on it. It was a whole other different experience. So that was unique. Um, I don't discriminate against carbs. I'll take them all. (laughs) I don't, again, I don't have a favorite child. I don't have a favorite bread either. I take it all. Um, I'm probably the one person that will admit that I eat white bread all the time. I think it tastes good. So um, I'm not afraid of gluten. So I guess my answer is anything. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment there. (laughs) All right. And Jim, what are you picking?
3: Yeah, I think... uh, Maybe my choices have more to do with just tradition than they do with taste or flavor or balance or any other sort of culinary type word you want to use. Um, And I would say if if it's got some spice to it, then I think just a straight uh, white bread probably makes the most sense to me just I don't know, like in my brain, I don't know in in my taste buds. I don't know that it makes a lot of difference, but Mm -hmm. just when I look at it and I think about eating a spicy fried chicken sandwich, um, White bread, uh, And maybe that, again, that comes from a childhood thing. I'm not really even sure, but, uh, like a Southern, uh, fried chicken, uh, maybe that has a little bit more crisp. And I admit that I just said, I don't eat that, but anyway, um, <laughs> that has a little bit more crisp on the outside of it or is, or, or the is crisp. maybe, is it maybe is the crisp, maybe the crisp. I'm Trademark. sorry. Did I say, cri- right? Yeah. <laughs> hashtag the crisp. Um, but, uh, uh, something that's, that's, uh, uh maybe just a, a little bit more bready and a little bit sweeter maybe, and not so spicy, Um, Yeah, a biscuit. uh, Again, it just feels, when I look at the sandwich, it makes sense to me, right? There's like a big piece of fried chicken, and it's not really spicy. It just looks like it's going to be, you know, sort of yummy, uh, sort of almost a buttermilky, sort of a sweet type flavor. Then a a biscuit goes with that in my mind.
0: That all sounds delicious. Uh, And. Delara, you already mentioned that you double, uh, do you double coat or just double fry? Double
1: fry. Double fry. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I was going to ask how thick or how heavy do you like the coating on, on the breading, the crisp,
1: the whatever crisp. you want to call it. How, how heavy do you like that, that on the chicken? Personally, I like it thick and crunchy i like it i like to almost like crack my tooth on it um we don't we don't fry it that hard at hct but there are other places i know that do it uh and and you could get it fried hard and have it be a little bit crispier if you want to order it that way at our restaurant but i like it really crispy i like it crackly it's to me it serves a delicious purpose and i want to eat it No shade of Jim there. Yeah. <laughs> I was pointing my finger at Yeah, that. no, I think you, you should he's, do whatever you— And he's nodding. You, he's nodding like, you do you. Whatever you think you. tastes best. Yes. I'm totally in yeah. favor of that. I know. It's good.
0: Uh, well, and Jim, any rebuttal to that? Do you typically—when you are eating the, the skin or the, the crunch or the crisp? Do you want that thicker or do you want that thinner?
3: Probably thinner. I know that surprises given the answers that I've given to other questions thus far. But uh, um, I'm not opposed to if it's if it's really crisp. And, and when I say it, I, mean, of course, mean hashtag the crisp. If it's... <laughs> If it's crisp, I don't mind breaking it right and holding yeah. it because it's gonna. It's almost like like a side dish. It's and then a souvenir. You've done that right No, I'm gonna eat it later, <laughs> so it's not just a souvenir. It's more like a side dish. Um, but yeah, I probably would prefer uh, that it it just be something that's that's sort of more easily, t- t- you know, taken all in one bite like that.
0: Well, Neil, you're our tiebreaker then, I guess. So Oof. how heavy do you like your, your crisp?
3: Sorry, Jim. I'm going with Delora <laughs> on this one
2: as an agreement. <laughs> and anyone who's listened to me drone on um, and ramble on about food topics before knows I'm big on texture. Mm-hmm. And I think that is such an important part of a dining experience. And when you're talking about fried chicken, I want that it doesn't even have to be that thick crunch or snap uh, or, or thick crunch. I just want it to be a snap. I wanted to, uh, we use structural integrity as a, <laughs> as a description, uh, for, uh, the crisp earlier in, in this conversation. And that's something that I, I want to, to feel in my fried chicken and whether that's, you know, half an inch thick. Or a millimeter thick, it's important that it have that uh, that snap
3: uh, when when you bite into it. I'm going to say this for Abby right now, as our host. I dare any other podcast <laughs> to talk about fried chicken in terms of structural integrity. <laughs> literally, yes. Come at me just right any now. Other any other? There's now. no other podcast that'll go down the road of structural integrity with regards to fried chicken.
1: And we're going. I mean, we're just. I think we're just getting started. Yeah. Like I mean. <laughs> We're going deep today.
0: For those people who have not been to Hot Chicken Takeover, no, we've already kind of alluded to the different heat levels yep. and everything. And I was going to bring up sauces, which I know you probably don't consider them sauces because they're rubs, right? Right. Um, but do you offer dipping sauces other than ranch? I can't remember. So now. we have
1: house ranch, and we also during special times will offer holy ranch. Okay. Which will knock your socks off. So, like Neil, I know you're a heat lover. I saw you try holy for the first time, and you didn't like flinch. It <laughs> (laughs) It was like an afternoon walk in the park for you. Um, I was
2: a bit desensitized to your old holy, so I had an advantage.
1: True, but yeah, but your coworker next to you was like literally having a heart attack. Uh, We were really worried about his health. Um, He was sweating profusely and like speaking in tongues. But you were, and you were just. Super cool about it. But yes, yeah, so we offer Holy Ranch uh, special times throughout the year when we did a collaboration with um, Mikey's Late Night Slice. We offered Holy Ranch. We did a collaboration with Fusion. We offered our Holy Ranch. So special times throughout the year, we'll have that available as well. But that's all we have as far as sauces go right now.
0: Do you yeah. personally, when you do get fried chicken at mm-hmm. other places, let's say, uh, do you like dipping sauces or a sauce on top or do you not want anything to do with that?
1: I'm a I'm pretty much a purist. And I have to say, generally, I'm a big condiment person. So when you open my fridge, that door is filled with like every (laughs) bottle. There's at least like 10 hot sauces at a time, five different kinds of mustard. Like I've got it all. But when I'm eating fried chicken, I I feel that I really want to, to your point, experience that texture and experience that flavor. I really expect the crisp um, (laughs) to have the flavor embedded in it. And and if it's brined appropriately, there's going to be flavor in the chicken itself. And so I like to try to just experience it al natural. Um, But you know what? If you go to a place that recommends a sauce with it, if that's the way they want it served, and that's the way I'll eat it. But if I'm just ordering somewhere off the menu straight up, and and sauces aren't you know heavily recommended, I'll go just al natural. Perfect. All right, and Neil, what's your opinion on sauces?
2: Hot take advisory. (laughs) I hate ranch. Oh! I even on hot wings. I despise ranch and blue cheese. Wow! So I know that's quite a departure from uh, typical opinions, and and most sauces I don't like. Now I do have some exceptions. Uh, the cane sauce at Raising Canes, I will eat a lot of that and almost drink it, <laughs> uh, and I, I that is something that that I do like um in that circumstance just because i the the, the sauce hits me the right way uh, the other thing i do enjoy and it depends on i don't do this if i have already spicy chicken or hot chicken but just regular chicken um i will do uh, a hot sauce and I'm particularly partial to Frank's Red Hot. Uh, that's my go-to in a lot of things, and I love it on fried chicken. It is a wonder – and I don't love all hot sauces on fried chicken. M- most, most buffalo uh, I'll go with, but Frank's just has a certain way of, um, uh, of making it better. And then I do have one other um, – I don't know if it's really a sauce, but it's been a game changer for me. Spicy honey.
0: Huh. And
2: it's, it was one of my favorite things about going to the Eagle. I also ate that on the cornbread and, and the mac and cheese there. <laughs> That's a beauty thing about so, it. So yeah, so, yeah, spicy honey could be used for everything. Yeah. But um, a little bit of honey is, is, is a wonderful way uh, to flavor any southern food. And then a spicy honey is just taking it to the next level. So uh, despite my disdain for most sauces, those are three exceptions to my, uh, to my
3: rule.
0: All right. And then, Jim, what about you?
3: Yeah. uh, If you're at a restaurant, if you're getting your your fried chicken out, let's say, (laughs) um, I think the interesting thing about that is, and and as we've sort of alluded to, and as everybody knows, but we're talking more about it today, is uh, every... Uh, chef, cook, whatever you want to call it, has sort of an idea about different ways to cook fried chicken. They may have one single way, or uh, they may have, all right, if I'm going to make it not spicy, I'm going to make it not spicy with this sort of recipe. And if I'm going to make it spicy, I'm going to make it spicy by uh, applying these certain ingredients to it. Um, And so, I'm not going to probably mess with that. If I'm at a place and I've ordered fried chicken, I probably want to taste what that person's take on fried chicken is and not add something extra to it of my own choosing after the fact. At home, right, if you're having fried chicken, then anything goes. (laughs) Um, But probably – I mean – yeah, I, again, honey it is really, really good—a sort of a, a accessory, if you will, because it goes with just about anything. Um, but uh, yeah, at home, just about anything goes. But if I'm out, probably no sauce at all.
0: All right, you are listening to the Great Food Debate, and we sort of alluded to this earlier, but let's talk about favorite side dishes. Uh, at, at Delara at Hot Chicken Takeover, you can get mac and cheese. You can get coleslaw. Yep. Uh, anything else you can get? Well, white bread, obviously, right. but Ma- I wouldn't
1: call that a side dish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we have two sides, Ma's Mac and Ma's Slaw. Those are our, our owner's grandma's recipes. Mm-hmm. So tried and true. That's We just choose to do a couple things and do them really well. So obviously those are my favorites. Um, homemade mac and cheese. I mean, if you ever... <laughs> you can't beat Can that? you ever turn it down? Right. <laughs> um, but going back to BV, uh, Uncle Nick's Greek Fried Chicken, they serve Jojo wedges. So like I mentioned, it's like a quarter or Whatever eighth of a potato that's deliciously breaded and deep fried Uh, and i think that's really awesome i also love collard greens i'm a big greens person uh, and i've never met a green i don't like mustard collard whatever you want to do those are probably i'd say my top three so mac jojo wedges or collard greens sounds great neil what about you
2: I have one go-to side dish and it is definitely mac and cheese and I I think that goes best with fried chicken of anything that I've ever tasted and so I, I will try to order that anywhere I am uh, pro tip for anyone visiting Hot Chicken Takeover go with double mac if you uh, <laughs> if you like mac and cheese it's worth
1: it, it is, <laughs>
2: it is a dollar fifty more it is the way to go and the coleslaw is good too but uh, again mac and cheese if I'm going for fried chicken I'm going all in on mac and cheese yes. uh, some of the others that I do like uh, any type of cornbread with fried chicken is fantastic Uh, it's a it's a very good compliment I would say and then um uh, for the most part, those the, uh, you could go with some sort of vegetable dish. Uh, a coleslaw obviously, uh, obviously pair, uh, pair as well, or just a salad or something like that to offset uh, the heaviness of the chicken.
1: Sure.
0: Alright, and Jim, what are you picking?
3: Look, I have breaking news, literally breaking news right now. Uh, when we were talking about uh, what do you call that fried part of the chicken earlier, oh, uh, yes. I, I texted my friend Adrian Miller, who's the general manager <laughs> oh, at yes. Hot Chicken Takeover yeah. at the North Market. That's right. um, so I, I sent a message to Dre, and I said, w- what do you call the fried part of the chicken? And he his response is, the crunchy part, question mark, and then the answer to that is skin.
1: Oh! <laughs> Alright, wow. So we tried. We, We're tried
3: call hash- him the we tried hashtag the crisp, but I think when you go to an authority uh, like Dre, uh, and he tells you it's called the skin, <laughs> I mean look, you can call it whatever yeah. you like, but I think then we have to determine that uh, what what makes... For the best structural integrity
1: for <laughs> fried
0: exterior. chicken is the skin, right? Yeah. So,
2: okay. Anyway. I still think I'm going to do a Twitter
0: poll and I, say, what's the best yeah, thing?
2: Yeah, we're going to have to have a Twitter poll. You're ignoring poll. the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking I mean, about the,
1: structural the integrity. We have to talk
3: about aesthetics,
2: is now, too. Is what the
1: crisp adheres to, right? I know I'm just in marketing, but I'm, <laughs> I'm
3: yeah. I just eat fried chicken. Right. Right. <laughs> And so I thought, I know a person who is uh, deeply involved in the making of fried (laughs) chicken. He is. Uh, Um, And so I thought I would see if I could get a response while we were still recording. And yes, there we go. Breaking news. It's the skin.
1: (laughs) I think what this proves, if you ask 10 different people, you get 10 different answers. It could very well be. Yes.
3: So what was the question?
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you call the outside? No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite side dishes.
3: (laughs) Um. You know, uh, I, I, it's hard to argue with mac and cheese, uh, and but Neil has that one. And I'm, I'll, I will add to what Neil said about mac and cheese this. Uh, if you were to open a restaurant whose specialty was mac and cheese, and then you also happen to serve fried chicken with it, I would probably go there.
1: <laughs> That's um, true.
3: Because mac and cheese really is, is that good and important to me. And so I'm, I'm totally with you, but I'm, I'm going to go a different route just so that we have, uh, uh, just another take, if you will. Um, but slaw, I think, uh, it has that sort of picnic. We've talked about picnic, uh, aspect of fried chicken before, uh, to me, and I prefer, uh, the creamier rather than the vinegary slaw. Um, so I'll go with that.
0: Perfect. All right. And when you're going to uh, a fast food place and you want chicken nuggets or chicken fingers or chicken tenders or chicken fries or popcorn chicken, what, what fast food establishment are you typically going to, to get that chicken fill in the blank fix? (laughs) Jim, do you want to start us off? Uh,
3: Probably Um, Chick-fil-A. They have the little nuggets, which I realize. And, again, I'm speaking out of turn. I have no idea how they make these things. But if they aren't actual pieces of chicken, (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure they're chicken. I'm
0: pretty sure they're chicken. I I don't
3: care because they're so good.
0: (laughs) All right. And Neil? Uh,
2: Wow. I mean, I think one of the funny things about fast food restaurants, there are many that specialize in chicken and um there are a lot to choose from and actually considering it i like several i love chick-fil-a as you might imagine uh the spicy chicken sandwich just just uh the chicken bread and a pickle on top if if i'm out and need a quick lunch that's that's an absolute go-to for me i, I love uh just absolutely love chick-fil-a uh, for that reason Um uh, canes is another one um great uh uh Great chicken tenders, and then you of course have cane sauce. Uh, so those are definitely two of my two of my go tos if I'm if I'm going for fast food chicken.
1: All right, and Delara up to you. I'm going to deviate. So um, White Castle had oh, yeah. a chicken ring sandwich for a while. I can't. I haven't been there for a little bit, but it was. If it's still there, it's still on my list. Uh, when I was pregnant with both of my kids, my my old job was near. A fast food joint and I craved their crispy chicken sandwich like every day uh, and it was Wendy's and mm. it was like it's so simple it's when you talk about when we're talking about bread and buns it's like that simple white bun it's mm-hmm. got you know and I'd have the lettuce tomato mayo on it so it was like a hamburger build on a chicken fried chicken sandwich there was something magical about that I have two healthy children as a result so <laughs> I feel that there's something there that's that's memorable and good so yeah uh-
2: you know, it's, what's funny is living in Columbus in, in a test market, does anyone remember the flavor-dipped chicken sandwiches at Wendy's? for? It was only probably like four or five months. Does anybody else remember that? No. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping some of our listeners do. <laughs> yes. But, it, I mean, it was uh, – At Neil. Basically right. Yeah. At, at me, <laughs> yes. At T.W. Neil Thompson. Uh, at uh, – at Wendy's they would take the fried chicken sandwich and then yeah. dunk it in the sauce of your choice. Okay. And it would come out, I mean, just dripping. What For the... me it was buffalo. Okay. So what were the choices? Oh, I don't even remember. I'm sure I'm sure barbecue like was on there. A rainbow. Yes, choices. a rainbow of, of, of Yeah. <laughs> excellent. A plethora of I love talking to journalists
1: and my vocabulary like triples when I walk out. I love it. I love it.
2: So, in this cornucopia of of dipping sauce goodness. (laughs)
1: This potpourri. (laughs) Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, I was, again, partial to spice, so I, I, yeah. I, went with, I went with with the buffalo dip. But it was a great experience. Now, a messy thing to eat. Yeah. And uh, it was it was terrible it sounds, when Wendy's took that away. Mm, it sounds I, very drippy. It was drippy. But what I always wanted to do, which I never had the courage to ask for, uh-huh. order the spicy chicken sandwich mm. and then have it flavor dipped in the oh buffalo. Oh, my gosh. And I never had the courage to do it, and I regret it. So, oh. Wendy's, if you're listening to
3: this right now.
1: Wendy's aren't R&D department. Let's
2: let's give this a try, and you'll have at least
3: one test customer.
1: Well, that sounds great.
3: And there's a whole segment of listeners now uh, and uh, that I'm going to alienate, but I, I can't eat raisin canes. I cannot, absolutely right, cannot cut his mic. eat cut his raisin mic. canes. Because, I, I don't know, it just... The it,
1: sauce is so good. Uh, no, I don't
3: know. It just, look, I'm sure they're good people, and I'm sure the many of you out there who unlike me, prefer raisin canes are also good people and so I'm not taking issue with that. The problem is me, it's not you (laughs) but I can't, I can't eat it. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't,
1: uh, it's it's bad, it's bad. There's
3: bad things happen when I eat raisin
1: canes. uh, (laughs) We have some, some people that tell us like, hey, we didn't like your food and we say, we know we're not for everybody. So, you know. Right. Um, uh, Can I just side comment when Neil talked about Red Hot it kind of surprised me that that's your favorite hot sauce of all the spices all the spicy foods you eat that red hot is like at the top, and that goes—that's on chicken too. That just surprises me. Frank's, I don't know.
2: Frank's Red Hot is uh, is my go-to sauce, from chicken to eggs to
1: anything in between. It's you, like a—it's like it's like the hoodie of hot sauces, <laughs> right? It's like—I mean, I love it. I have a bottle in that door of my fridge, <laughs> and I put it. It's very—it goes on everything. It goes with everything. But Neil, you—you you like your food so hot, and red, red Hot is to me kind of mild. I'm just shocked. Hmm. That's all. I just had to put that out there. I want the world to know. <laughs>
3: Welcome to the great food debate. Today <laughs> we'll be talking about hot sauce.
1: We should do a hot sauce. So yeah, really the what, there you go.
3: What I will say is,
2: Frank's Red Hot does make an extra hot. Okay. So that's that's my favorite flavor. Okay. But I but I. <laughs> I would go... I, I would, he says now. Yeah.
1: I didn't tell you it was the extra hot. I, I'm bad to it.
2: I'd be remiss, though, if I didn't say. I just love the flavor of it, it too. Is it is It's a very good flavor. It's. A, I think it's a vinegar-based sauce. Is it is. That, mm-hmm. it, is that accurate so good? Yes. Uh, <laughs> did, I didn't want it, is it
1: a dark meat sauce? I didn't, sauce didn't want, the, uh, I didn't want the wing thing to come up yeah. again. Yeah.
3: Look, I also know someone who manufactures yeah. that. I will text that right now and right find right out. <laughs>
1: But yeah, sorry to digress on that. I was just kind of shocked. I'm like, really? I mean, it's a good hot sauce. But it just, for you, I would have thought you would have said some like really unique sauce out of, I don't know. A foreign country where they make ghost peppers. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it was just too mild. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, in your mind,
1: <laughs> really. It's just really. It's just a really evergreen sauce that everybody loves. I've mm-hmm. tried a
2: lot of different sauces, and that that is true. And I do experiment. Um, one of the ones that uh, I I found uh, from our local farmers markets actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought at the Worthington Far- Farmers Market. And we were doing our public appearance there a few months ago, and it's uh, it's called clam lube, mm-hmm. and it's a local um, a local establishment. <laughs> And that's that's the name that that's the name of the of the company, and you could find it at the Worthington Farmers Market. But the the, the sauces are are varied and fantastic, and uh, so I've I've tried ones like that. I, I look at local sauces, things that people make right. um, that incorporate ghost peppers and all the. I'm gonna uh, try that on my stuff. fried
1: chicken clam lube. There you go. <laughs>
3: I'll bring you a bottle. All right,
1: thank you. Oh, my gosh. Well, are there any other
0: local restaurants that we wanted to mention that we just did not bring up?
3: Not local, but I'm gonna, I, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't give Neil a chance. And I can't remember the name of the place in the valley that's your favorite place to get wings. Um, but if I didn't, I, I absolutely have to give Neil a chance because I actually, years ago, uh, was on a, a, a family day trip. Uh, and the place where we had gone, we asked uh, the people at the front desk, hey, it's dinner time. We need to go get something to eat. And they sent us... I don't I don't know we were way out in the middle of nowhere um and we had some of the best food that i've ever had including uh fried chicken um and come to find out for uh, like years later Oh, I've been to that place. That's right around the corner from my house, or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but uh, it turns out this is a, this is a popular place uh, that Neil used to go and still goes, as I understand. I want to give him a chance to. to I was just shout there, out that place.
2: Just there a few months ago for a graduation party for my younger brother, actually. Uh, so very quickly, I am a native of the Ohio Valley. Um, I grew up across the river from the West Virginia Panhandle, uh, so I have a lot of uh, experience down there with restaurant. I guess it's over there with restaurants. And when we did our fried, uh, our chicken wing episode, um, the first thing, one of my old co-workers uh, from the Wheeling Intelligence newspaper in Wheeling, West Virginia, um, Jim Elliott is his name. The first thing he asked me on Facebook was, did you mention Drover's Inn?
3: Drover's.
2: Drover's Inn is the name. And no, um, I didn't. And I, I said, well, I was focusing on the local wings places and we had a lot of wings things to talk about. And I regretted that I did not give that uh, uh, give that a shout out. So, Jim, I appreciate you uh, bringing that up. But Looking out for you. Drover's Inn is an. Makes a, up for my take on Raisin Cane. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're forgiven. Uh, Drover's Inn is a restaurant in Wellsburg, West Virginia. It's in the northern reaches of the West, West Virginia Panhandle, um, a few miles from the Pennsylvania border. Okay. And it's not really on the way to anywhere anymore, um, but it has my favorite chicken wings ever at this at this restaurant and they are I'm not even sure how, how, how they're prepared. Your mouth prepared. is watering as she's talking about it. I it, 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 it <laughs> know. Like. It, it is such a great restaurant and the wings are, uh, they have, they check all all the all the boxes on my list which include the texture, the crisp on those wings is, is excellent. You can uh, taste as you bite into it. Um, I, I don't know but I think that they use a, a vinegar based sauce like Frank's or maybe they use Frank's but uh, they have a variety of heat levels and the wings also have an excellent structural integrity that you can take them in the in your trunk all the way back to Columbus, and they will reheat perfectly. It sounds like might you've know, tried that. someone might know this from experience. But uh, yes, so Jim, thanks for bringing that up, and that that is an excellent place if you are ever in the West Virginia Panhandle. Uh, say long of a drive going through is Wheeling, that?
1: like what would you say? Uh, it's, like...
2: it's I know exactly. Okay. I just I just did it. Um, okay. two and a half hours. Okay, so wow. if you're in for a for a six-hour road trip, yeah. so two and a half hours to drive there one hour to eat and and two and a half to drive back it's a very fun place you get to see some of uh, wild and wonderful West Virginia nice and (laughs) eastern Ohio my home and it, it 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 it's a wonderful experience. Drovers <laughs> in, Wellsburg, West Virginia.
3: So like an hour on the highway and then 10 the hours track. in the hollers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no and idea I, how we ended up at this place when this people told us to go there. Did they just serve wings no or idea. is it
1: like a full-service restaurant or what, what are we getting into?
3: It is a full-service restaurant. It has
1: a Do they have menu. Pie? I feel like they'd have a great dessert case. <laughs> I, I I never really
2: get to the desserts because okay. I'm normally because my
1: trunk is full of wings and I have to go. Right. Yes, I, I
2: gorge on wings, and they also have my my favorite appetizer everywhere uh, of of anywhere. Yeah, hot pepper cheese balls, fried fried hot pepper my cheese God. balls. This
1: place sounds like Xanadu. <laughs> I love it.
2: It's a veritable paradise. Yes. There you go.
1: Uh, for me, one place I wanted to also mention is Maya's. It's food truck. They have amazing fried chicken. And, you know, one thing that I've learned in my, my life as a hot chicken purveyor or as a fried chicken purveyor is that frying chicken is really tough to fry it really well and really consistently. And on a food truck is an extra- tough challenge and Maya's does an amazing job so definitely a shout out to them they usually have different varieties available their sides are killer Um, so I would just suggest if people want to check it out to look on the food truck finder to see where they are Um, they were in Clintonville for a while now they're just I think kind of just going all over town but they have a great fried chicken as well
0: that's great all right well as always we want to hear from you our listeners uh did we miss your favorite fried chicken in columbus or do you disagree with any of the places we mentioned or does anybody else disagree that uh raisin canes is bad or good so uh we want to hear from you so tweet at us at this week news or email us at online at thisweeknews.com and if you have uh, a suggestion for future episodes of this podcast please tweet or email us as well uh thank you guys so much for joining us delara how can people find out more about you or your company
1: sure um they can just go to HotChickenTakeover.com and they can see the full menu. We have tons of pictures on social. We're at Chicken Takeover on Twitter and we're Hot Chicken Takeover on Instagram. If you can see lovely pictures of our delicious food, and uh, if they have any questions, I'm Delara Casey on Twitter. I'm pretty easy to find. So <laughs> thanks. Perfect, Neil. Where can people find out more about you?
2: Uh, read the. Weekly table talk column by our reporter Gary Seaman Jr. I I just edit the column. He writes it and finds all the good <laughs> all gets the good to eat stuff. Eat all the
1: food. Yeah, he yeah. Get, he, <laughs> he
2: gets he gets to actually do the the fun stuff. Um, and uh, at thisweeknews.com, dot com, um, we're on Twitter at thisweeknews, and uh,
3: it's you'll see it in every weekly edition.
0: Perfect. And then Jim, what about you?
3: Yeah, read the stuff at columbusalive.com, dot uh, com. At me on Twitter at. Uh, Fiche, F E E S H, alive, uh, or on Instagram where I just finished posting uh, 66 uh, 33 album uh, record covers uh, over the last 66 days. Actually, it took more like 80, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, at Fiche, also F E E S H 43061
0: perfect and uh, as a reminder subscribe to this podcast through itunes stitcher or google play or you can hear every episode on our website thisweeknews.com this is abby armbruster signing off stay hungry